Hey there, this is Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about what may be stopping you from success. This is definitely a facepalm moment for myself, and maybe perhaps you as you'll be listening to. I got five things that I wish I should have done, I should have recognized, and I'm hoping that you may recognize them as well. Get a pen, get a paper, clear out the kids, clear out the cat, clear out all the distractions, and get ready for some really powerful ideas that may impact not just your business, but your money. Coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. But before we dive into this episode, cool cats and gals, (laughs) I want to give a big shout out to those of you guys who have been listening for the very first time. Whoop, whoop. Glad that you're here. And I am giving you a special invite to do a couple of things. Number one, hit that subscribe button. So as soon as I drop another episode, you will be right on it like white on rice. And I am giving a big electronic hug for those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Yeah, boys. I know I'm just being extra silly. I'm on like my second cup of coffee. So that may explain the extra enthusiasm in my voice. But anyway, let's ride with it. I am thanking you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you very much for being here. I know you got a bunch of other places and things to do. You're real busy, but I'm glad you're spending it with me. Are you telling your peeps about this? Are you sharing the gospel of Denise Lee? (laughs) I'm sorry, that sounds even too weird even for me. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, are you sharing this podcast? Have you been really loving it? Go ahead, share it to somebody, share it to your peeps. Let them know that I am here giving out the good stuff and make sure that you either write me a review so that I can give you more of what you like and let's be friends on social media. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow me on Denise G. Lee on Twitter or Denise George Lee on LinkedIn and you're going to be getting hot takes and motivation and inspiration and some unusual perspectives about growing your business while being highly aware of how you operate as a human being mindset. I think this is something that gets totally ignored in business in the beginning stages and that is not with you because you are much smarter than that. You know that you can control your mind. You can do almost anything. So kudos to you for recognizing that you can get all that if you follow me regularly on socials. And if you haven't done so already, go on and meander over to denisegeely.com where you'll be reading articles and learning more about me and specifically how to work with me if you are ready to take your service-based business and or personal brand to the next level. And specifically what I'm going to be talking about is concepts that I talk with my private clients in the royalty program. You can find that on the courses tab on Denise G. Lee. So go ahead and check that out. And obviously for all potential new clients, we can schedule a call, no charge, just get to know each other and see if it's a good, the program would be a good fit for you because I want it to be mutual for you as for me. And with that all being said, let's talk about today. We're going to be talking about the five things that may be stopping you from success. Now, this is definitely not a 
sequential thing, meaning that once you've tackled one, then you'll be able to tackle the other. No, 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 no. You may find yourself focusing on one issue throughout the course of your entire career, or you may just have one specific thing that you're like, yeah, I got it covered, Denise. Once I recognize it, I am definitely going to prevent myself from avoiding this issue. Well, regardless, I hope you've got that pen and paper. If not, allow yourself to hit that pause button because I really believe that for some of us who are listening, maybe myself at, at some point, we ignore these things. And quite frankly, it's not something that you need to scoff at yourself and go, oh, I can't believe this. It's really all of that what I've got to be talking about is built on the heels that we are human, we want to be loved, we want to be appreciated, and as a result, we can perhaps do some things that trip us up and cause us to do what I'm going to mention. Okay, with that all being said, let's dive into number one, is not leading with your strengths. I see this often all the time. Okay, one of the biggest things that I see people on, for example, on LinkedIn is they say they want to be a copywriter or content creator. And I look at their content and they're, and I just think to myself, baby girl, you might be one a content creator, but you may need to up your content skills. And then as I read post after post, they're talking little to nothing about content or I'm not really seeing a real passion in it. But when you think about it, I think they're chasing the money. And I understand at the beginning of our business, we're just, we're just trying to make something happen. We're trying to make that dollar out of 15 cents. We're just chasing whatever seems popular. And I want to warn you about that. I know that may seem uber, uber tempting to say, oh, well, let me just run up and, and figure out whatever everyone else is doing and make some money. I just want to let you know that that is a pure recipe for failure. And let me explain why. I understand if you are in that hungry stage where you're just trying to make money, but if you keep working and working and working at something that you really don't have any passion or interest for, you're just kind of falling into it, your clients are going to be able to pick up on that energy. You're going to feel a little resentful. You're going to be more prone out to burnout. Specifically, I'm thinking about one particular uh, client that I worked with, gosh, so many years ago, and she wanted to be a brand ambassador for some particular product. It doesn't really matter what it is, but she wanted to be a brand ambassador. And the reason why she did it was because she just wanted the free freebies. <laughs> it was just as simple as that. She wanted discounts and she realized that the people who were able to model and market this particular brand the best got kickbacks. They got a little bit of money. They got their stuff for free. And I asked her, I was like, is this really what you want to do as a living? Is is this really, I know that you're making a, some, a sizable amount of money on the side. She was doing this through Instagram. I'm like, is this what you really want to do? You want to be a brand ambassador in general? And she's like, yeah, sure. Why not? I see all the celebrities doing it. And I was like, well, what are you really passionate about? And she's like, well, I like making money. And I just, and I just looked at her and I said, okay. Well, I think all of us to some extent like making money, but what does that really translate to your life? And she just kind of looked at me blankly. I don't want you to give me that blank look. 
<laughs> I don't want I don't want any of that action coming uh, working with me. I want you to have a really clear idea on like Denise. I can do this strength all day, every day with my eyes closed. I am lifting 20 pound weights with my finger blindfolded in a burning bush. I'm, I'm just throwing out a really a crazy scenario, but I'm hoping you get the gist of what I'm trying to say is that a lot of us are just chasing things that seem like a sure bet, but it's not really something that gets us up, gets us moving, gets us motivated. I think about my my mentor and before the start of this call, I was looking at his Instagram account and as always, he is cracking the jokes. He is on fire talking about how to build brands and just having a really good time. Like my mentor, he is up in that sauce of fun. He is in that zone. He is in that element. He freaking loves what he's doing. And it shows he glows during his lives. He glows every time, you know, he is asked about a marketing question. Do you have that same energy? Do you have that? And that's all tied in with your strength. When you doing something that you're good at and you like that combo, the money's going to come. Like the money will come. It may not come in the way you want it. Duh, obviously, I don't have a crystal ball to wave and say, okay, for certainty, if you do X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah matter, like you're going to have tons of money. You're going to be swimming in a giant bath of gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> for those of you guys who were born before 1990, you may not know the reference, but that's just an old Disney cartoon, uh, DuckTales. But anyway, getting not getting too far down that rabbit hole. The point I'm trying to make here is that when you lean into that zone of expertise, you are lit up and it's just an awesome sensation. Don't chase shiny objects. Don't get into the habit of only looking at what is popular and trending. I'll I'll just tell you this one thing and I'll and I'll, I'll pivot to the next thing is I remember I was reading this article about this lady and she was this Instagram girl and she had like over 250,000 followers and she more or less did what a whole bunch of other people do online is they just look pretty and they pose and they do stuff and after a while she just started getting disinterested and disinterested and it was really hard for her to finally break away and do what she really wanted to do was digital marketing. But because she was so used to that fast money, it was literally keeping her in a trap of her own design. I don't want that for you. I don't want that. I don't want you literally becoming an article that I have read on Fast Company or whatever article or wherever site that I was reading it. I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to love what you're doing and do what you love daily because it's something that you're good at. Okay. Now, number two, and then I want to just, if I could just have like alarm bells boom, 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 all over this place, it would be this is thinking that free stuff is the same as the paid stuff. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I could talk all day for this. But I want to give you a couple of things that I've experienced because I've been on both sides of this equation. And it's pretty awesome that I can actually speak from both sides from, from, from where I was and from where I am now. I first want to talk about where I was. And it's no secret, I tell all my clients this, that for the first year of my business coaching 
program, I did not seek the services, professional service of learning how to be a a digital business coach. (laughs) Yeah, I know this is silly, right? But it's silly but true. Uh, What happened was I did what a lot of people do is I would join a bunch of Facebook groups and I would just try to siphon clients there or what else would I do? I would listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. I mean, ironically, what I'm doing right now. I would I would opt in just so I can get a free PDF or download or free masterclass just so I can learn how they were doing it. And then I would just opt out when it, they actually had the sale. And I just thought I was good with that. Like, who cares? Like, why do I need a... Or, or yeah, here's another one. Or I would just follow a bunch of people online. I would just take their tips and then I would just be done. And I thought... I'm good with that. And then, surprise, surprise, I didn't really have any real growth in my business. Surprise, surprise, I didn't really see my stuff really taking off because, and it's so funny because I'm like just laughing at it. I'm thinking about it. I was ignoring the fact that people, yes, we, I give my heart and my podcast. I share everything that I've learned. I try to help those who are in their stage of business because I know what it's like to try to like jump onto one program and you don't really have enough information. But what what I commonly see, and I've done this, is you just think that there's no reason whatsoever you need to pay because everyone's literally giving it away. And I want to let you know that if you're literally expecting people to just give you something for nothing and thinking that you're getting everything, you are surely, surely mistaken. And I didn't find that out until I actually paid for my first business coaching. And I'll explain what it is. It was my first business coach. It was a it was a course on literally as of ironically what I'm talking about is more mindset and marketing. And when I took the course, it was a digital course, I did the whole thing soup to nuts, I realized how much I actually was missing out by just staying in the free land of only just listening to her videos. And I didn't get any PDFs. I didn't get any other journaling prompts. It really gave me a lot of good insight. I didn't get any any tutorials. I didn't get anyone looking over my stuff. I didn't get anyone talking with me. And that's what I really needed in the beginning of my business. I needed to shake out the kinks. I needed to shake out the uncertainties. I needed to get some advice from someone who was actually doing it and making it work. And I couldn't do that just relying on my own ego and my own sense. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted. I have heard of stories of people who've made multi-millions just reading a couple of books. But more often than not, these people also had a lot of experience working under someone. They also pay for some other services, complimentary service. So I'm not going to sit here and say that you do have it. You do have to pay. I'm not saying that. What I am saying that people on balance, and especially in business, they really need that support. They really need someone looking over. And that's kind of what I do with my clients too. I'm like, I don't just say here, try a bunch of stuff. Like, let's review. Let's go through and test out certain things. Let's examine. Here's what I've learned. Here's my experience. And then basically crafting unique 
programs, unique things that will work well for you. Not a, I won't do a one size fit all. And that's what I didn't understand. That's what happens when you pay to work with someone. Didn't understand it at all. And I think the other reason why I didn't do it, honestly, was my fear of failure. The fear of being told I was wrong. The fear of not looking good. And like, as I'm saying all this stuff, like, it sounds wild to me. Like, Denise, like, they're there to help you. They want to see you succeed. Like, they're not looking for you to have egg on your face. Come on now. But that's what I felt like. And for some of you guys who may be listening, you might be just scared crapless over the idea of someone potentially saying, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Or perhaps we need to do something differently. I get it. I, f- I freaking get it. But like I think about world-class athletes. I think about Simone Biles. Like she has like a freaking team of coaches, you know, telling her how to flip and turn and whatever. And like she's on Olympic grade. I don't understand why. And I didn't, I guess I'm talking to myself of the Denise of the past, not you, but the Denise of the past who thought that I didn't need anybody. I've somehow could have done it myself. Or, oh, oh, here's another one. I thought that I wouldn't need to, I would only spend the money once I got the money. And basic, and basically it was the thought of my clients will invest in me first and then I'll invest in myself second. And then I, I'm laughing because it sounds so asswood backwards, but that's the reality. Just say it out loud to yourself. Is your client, you're going to have your clients would rather risk on you first before you risk on yourself and invest in what you need to do. Crazy stuff. If you need to say on loop every day, all day that I believe in myself and I invest in myself, I need it. I believe in myself. I invest in myself. Then that's what you have to do. And maybe you have to do it on a lot of times. I think for a lot of us who came from traumatic backgrounds, we have been so afraid of investing because no one believed in us. We were ignored. We were told that we were no good or whatever was happening or you felt like all your attention was going to someone else or you just didn't feel that you could amount it to anything and as an adult you just want to play it safe or you feel that you don't have to invest in yourself because somehow remarkably some opportunity will land in your lap without you having to invest in yourself oh it's true it's possible i'm not gonna not here judging i'm just stating a fact and so in closing on this i just want to state that you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, do I really need to invest in myself versus and my fears telling me that I shouldn't invest in myself? And only you can make that judgment. I definitely realized how much I was restricting myself because I was so fearful of having someone peek into my life and give me some new ideas and new perspectives that I didn't consider before. All right. Yeah, that was painful enough. But (laughs) I hope it hurt good. Now let's talk about number three. And this is definitely something that I've been guilty of way more times than that. Is this whole idea of just being all over the pace. And let me explain what that is. I see so many people, they say, I want to grow my hairstyling business. But I also want to be selling sprinkles or confectionery just two disjoint things they want to do at the same time because 
They may have had the professional training for one craft and then somehow they want to also do that other side thing and they just want to blend it all together. And I just want to let you know that if it sounds confusing to you to try to do all of this stuff, just imagine take yourself and put yourself in your ideal client's shoes there might be like looking at your stuff as you talk on one page about your your sprinkles or your confetti or whatever in the next page or talk you're looking at your hair braiding now i'm just throwing out hair braiding sprinkles you insert whatever two things you're trying to combine together that is disjointed and you're trying to harmonize it and i'm letting you know that it's weird it's confusing and it may be driving out people that really might be interested in one or the other but not necessarily both at the same time and they don't really understand who you are you look you're you may be confusing people because they're coming looking for one specific thing i want to let you know that the same way you look for one specific thing that's how your customers work in general for example i don't go into a shoe store looking for a dress (laughs) i don't look for a dress at a shoe store now i know there's walmart and target or whatever where it's all in one stop but i i'm understanding it's a superstore that has multiple things but i'm not expecting high quality from it because it's selling to the masses it's selling to anybody who is short on time and just wants to just throw a whole bunch of things in an oversized cart and keep it moving that is basically how people program where they know for a small business, they typically only sell a certain amount of things and they're really good at it. And then as they get more clout, then they can slowly, slowly expand their product line. But in the beginning, they only specialize a couple of things. I don't want you all over the place. I want you to literally have one thing that you really, really really love and I know it's hard because a lot of us are so ambitious and we've got so many goals and we're dreaming and we're flying and we're moving and we're shaking we're like well why can't I do all these things I'm like nobody says you can't do it what I'm saying is that you have to have a very distinct business plan from one thing other and then the other we're not trying to have all of them run parallel so if you are this fictitious person that has a hairstyling business on top of selling glitter I would highly highly recommend that you have them as two distinct businesses different colors different branding language whatever don't try to have them all become some Frankenstein monster on one website just don't do that because you may not be having your language in a way that appeals to either one. There's an expression that says you're either going to appeal to one specific person or you're appealing to nobody at all. I don't want that coming to you. And again, that's kind of the things that I talk about with my clients uh, in the royalty program where they have a really clear brand identity, like what are you selling? Why are you selling it? Who are you selling it to? And how are we going to market ourselves that doesn't have anybody confused along the way? Confusion is always a bad thing. All right. Now let's look at this lesson and talk a little bit about stopping and starting. That is my number four is stopping and starting about what may be stopping you from success. 
And let me explain what I'm talking about. I have certain people that volunteer their services for me as part of in my business. And they do it because they're trying to build up their resume. They're trying to learn different things. And I'm all about that. I, I definitely wish that that's something that I did when I was in the beginning of my business that I went to someone and I said, hey, look, I'd like to help you do X, Y, and Z free and charge. I just want the experience on my resume, yada, yada, yada. And one of the things that I see so often is that this person, a, a person or this has happened more than one case is that person will say, hey, Denise, in January, I like to do blah, blah, blah. And then I won't hear from them again until March. And then maybe by Easter. And then I wouldn't hear from them again until after Halloween. (laughs) And I'm laughing because, I mean, yeah, they could be doing other things. But oftentimes than not, like, well, I ask them, like, hey, boy, I haven't heard from you in a while. What happened? And I'm like, oh, I just got busy. I got distracted. I did a bunch of things. Like, well, if you weren't working with me, were you working on your business? Were you doing something specific to help move the needle for what you want to do? And they're like, no, I was just working my nine to five or I just got distracted and I got doing a bunch of other things. This is what I'm talking about, the stop and start. Now translate this to your business. Perhaps you have committed yourself to working to promote your Facebook group. I'm just throwing as an example, right? But you only show up once every four months and you're only doing it just to sell to them, right? Are you going to be surprised that they're not really interested in what you've got to pitch when you're not even interested in engaging with them? I'm just throwing that as an example. You need to translate and think to yourself like, okay, if I'm going to be consistent, it doesn't necessarily have to be multiple times a day or daily. It could be once a week. I don't care what the activity is. I just want you to stop being start and stop. Because in order for you to have that momentum to pick up, in order for you to get real traction, it's not going to happen when you haphazardly treat it. I think about even a more very personal example is I think about specifically my own weight loss journey and I was really shocked, I mentioned this on LinkedIn, uh, that one day I couldn't fit my rings, my wedding rings, and I almost like burst out into tears, like, oh my gosh, my rings can't fit, I can't do this anymore, and I was I was thinking, oh, perhaps I needed to take some water pills, I would just blow it, or perhaps, you know, worst case scenario, maybe I need to do some plastic surgery, and go underneath the night, and I remember talking with my husband about it, he was like, maybe you need dial back on what you're eating and then he was like maybe you need exercise a little bit more vigorously and it hit me like a load of bricks like Shh, are you serious I, I need to do that but the reality was I needed to be committed to myself and to my goals and saying like wearing my wedding rings is really important to me and I'm gonna have to make some pivots I'm gonna have to instead of eating that extra (laughs) I don't want to rat rat on myself and eating a specific type of fruit that I love copiously I can drink some water instead or I don't have to drink my calories from apple juice or whatever the heck my son has got going on in the fridge perhaps I can just drink water or when I'm feeling stressed I can be able to journal instead of eat emotionally or better yet go on a bike ride 
Now translate that into your business. Like, what are you doing consistently that will help move the needle? Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that once you throw a bunch of ads and do lives every day for 90 days straight, then you're going to like hit these targets. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I don't know. Every business is different. You know, the way you market yourself, I don't know. We don't work with each other. Um, I I don't know who's listening. I can't say anything to that nature. But I will say that if you're doing something consistently over a, a, a time, you're doing A, if you're creating content, you're building assets, meaning that you can be able to repurpose it. You can do other things with it. You are f- showing off your expertise, right? And on top of that, you're getting more comfortable with sharing your skills and your abilities and your knowledge and that's really really huge you got to keep letting people know that you're out there this whole stop and start business is for the birds you need to be able to say to yourself like i'm committed to this i don't know how long it's going to take i'm going to fully support myself if i need to hire a coach if i need to take a course i need to buy a book i i will just do what i need to do i want to make this succeed okay and then the last thing now i'm number five is ignoring what the market is telling you and i've got like three main bullets i've got on my notes here but oh my gosh i think i can tell a lot about this but here's one thing that i see so many people not do and i don't want this to happen to you is that not ignoring what the market's telling you that's my first sub billet and and you see, you got to see what they got to say. I would highly advise you to literally go on to different groups if you don't have one already and look at what people are saying and asking. I want you to go on Amazon and look at beginning business stuff or whatever you're trying to see, sell, whatever ideal customer, like see what they're saying. Go to Reddit, go on Twitter, see what people are asking on TikTok or whatever, like go to the market and ask them what they're saying. I know that you can go on Google Trends. I can t- you can go so many places. For some reason, we just think that we can just put a whole bunch of stuff out to the market because we think it's cool, and then then we're wondering like why it ain't selling, and then and you might compare yourself and say, well, Kim Kardashian or Dennis Rodman or <laughs> just throwing out names on the top of my head, they're making this they're selling it or Jessica Alba's doing it. like, well, they've got their name recognition. They can more or less sell toilet paper and make money. You don't have the option. If you have little to no brand new reputation, you're going to have to build it, but you have to build it by serving the community what they want, not what you think they need. Okay. Number two is, and this is a, my sub bullet of ignoring what the market's telling you, is if the market's saying they want something, you got to give it. For example, let's say you have been taught or you think that the only way that you can make money is holding group classes. When reality is people are looking for agency or done for you services. Or ongoing subscriptions where you can take care of this service at a nominal rate. Okay. Now, you may be really in love with a group service model, but your market is clearly not in alignment with you on that regard. 
Okay. Then that actually brings me to the last point is that if a bunch of people are asking you to do X, but you only want to do Y, this is what I'm talking about with ignoring. Literally, I, I had this situation happen with a client where all these people were emailing her and asking her, like, when are you going to do this particular focus group event, blah, 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 blah. And she had not one, but like five or so people saying it. She's like, no, I want to do one-on-ones. I want to do all this. And we literally got out a calculator. Well, I got a calculator. I said, hey, look, if you have X amount of people, right, for this only specific time frame, you can make a lot more money than waiting for a bunch of one-on-ones. And you can actually consolidate them into one specific time frame and actually talk about an issue that really lights you up and get paid for it at the same time. It just, it just made complete sense to me. Sometimes it takes someone who's not you to look at what you're doing and give you some new perspective. And that's what I'm talking with you about too. It's like, are you ignoring what, the market literally are people are emailing you and texting you and DMing you and saying, hey, are you going to do X, Y, and Z? I really need it. Or perhaps you are online and you're kind of meandering around and you're seeing a lot of people inquiring about this particular service that nobody's doing. You can fill in the gap. You can be able to service people in a way that they are not being needed. I, for example, I'm not worried at all about anyone trying to do what I do, a a hybrid of mindset and business coaching. There are so many people who need people like me out there that I know for a fact that I'm never going to go out of business, never going to go out of business. I always believe in my heart that there is more than enough to go around. I just need to keep putting myself out there. And I believe that same thing for you. There's probably way more than enough people out there. You have to just put yourself out there. Now, let's review what we've got going on in this list here. About looking over my list of five things that may be stopping you from success is number one is not leading with your strength. Go ahead and let people know what you do and why you're good at it. And don't just chase the things I will give you the fast buck. Number two is please, please don't think that free stuff is the same as the pay stuff. I know, for example, I give way more than what I do on my podcast. An example, I give support, I give review, I help you analyze and make better decisions for your business. That's what you get with working with someone. I don't care what's with me. I don't care what's with somebody else. Just find someone who can help you. And let's look at the list again. Uh, Number three, you're all over the place. I don't want you to be all over the place. I want you to focus on what matters most to you. One thing, if you have to split it up into two different businesses, then that's fine. But don't try to be all things to all people all at once. It's a recipe for disaster. Number four is stop and starting. I don't want to hear you saying to me that, on January, you're starting your business and then you're going to pick it up again in April and then June and then perhaps around Halloween. (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't want you doing that. I want you to have a consistent schedule that you can slowly pluck away at your goals. And lastly, I don't want you to ignore what the market is telling you. I want you to be constantly understanding and being attuned and making pivots along the way. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening for this episode. 
I'm hoping that you have gained a lot of insights and things that you may not have considered. If you've got any questions or want to talk with me a little bit more about it, write to me at hello at denisegeely.com. Love to talk with you more about it. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.